Welcome to the Lifeway Student Ministry Podcast. I'm Ben Trueblood alongside John Paul Basham. Yo. And with apple cider in hand, we wish you an upcoming Merry Christmas. We're one week closer, and I hope you are filled with one week's more Christmas cheer. Probably the cheer level is rising as your church responsibilities are declining. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Unless you have the five-service Christmas Eve day that I know some of you you have. And if you do, we wish you well. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that everybody jockeys for position on who gets to be on vacation this year. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, for this week's episode, uh, producer Nathan, heavily involved. Yes, sir. We're excited about that. Not uh, that you aren't heavily involved. Well, thank you. Otherwise. No, that's yes. a good <laughs> Because you pretty much bring the topics every week. That's a good point. <laughs> Very involved vocally. Yes. Uh, get to use my uh, vocal cords today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Get over there and push buttons. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> not this, not today. Nathan, <laughs> producer Nathan is going to be heavily vocally involved in addition to being heavily involved. And really, this podcast is released and happens every week because of producer Nathan's All involvement. All levels so, of involvement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this week, the microphone is turned on and is ready to bring you, the faithful listeners of the Lifeway Student Ministry Podcast, the nice frequencies of my voice. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Giving the like it or spike it winter edition. That's right, winter edition. It's now chilly in here. It, here we go. <laughs> so I. Uh, the, so this is going to be, um, producer Nathan has informed us that this is going to be a mix of the traditional like it or spike it topics that... Uh, where we just respond with we like it or or spike it, as well as winter-related trivia. Yeah. Is it winter-related? It is winter-related. Okay. Yes. We ha- have not seen any topics. We've not seen any questions previous to right now. Yeah, I can testify that that is true. Okay. And yeah. so uh, he is going to, uh, to spring them on us. Uh, before we get into the first one, if you haven't left a rating and review, uh, we would love for you to go ahead and do that, maybe even before this episode, so you still have a five-star opinion uh, <laughs> before we launch into... Uh, no, it's going to be great. Uh, leave a rating and review. We would uh, love that, as well as recommend the podcast to a friend. Hit the subscribe button while you're leaving a rating and review. That would be fantastic. It helps other people find the Student Ministry Podcast as they search for this kind of content uh, on their podcasting platform of choice. So with that out of the way, here we go. All right, let's launch (laughs) in. We'll do a like it or spike it first. Okay. Like it or spike it, skiing or snowboarding. I already have an issue. (laughs) (laughs) See, here's what just happened, though. We had a like it or spike it, and then a choice between one or the other. Well, I need you to say I meant that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I didn't want to be, you know, prejudiced to the only people that only like skiing or the people that only like snowboarding. So do you like skiing and snowboarding? But I can rephrase it if you'd like. Yes, please rephrase it. (laughs) Okay, here we we go. Like it or spike it, skiing. Like it. Me too, but I hate those snowboarders. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that, Ben? <laughs> the punk kids get off my lawn or 
section of snow <laughs> because you have a great deal of kids in your lawn on the <laughs> snowboard. Yes. No. Uh, the I do like skiing. I have had experiences where snowboarders are less sharing of ski slopes or slopes if we're going to be politically correct between the two feet apparatuses man yes. i've never had a poor experience with a snowboarder well there you go really yeah hmm. i feel like i like them a lot there you go um i've always wanted to snowboard but i've i've never done it so i've always skied i've always gone pizza french fries <laughs> it's yes <laughs> It took me long enough to learn how to ski. I'm afraid that if I tried to snowboard, I would shatter my kneecap and I wouldn't <laughs> be able to do either one in my old age. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Skiing's, you know, bad on the knees, but snowboarding's bad on the shoulders because you want to catch yourself when you catch that front edge. Oh, uh, there you so go. So then you mess your shoulders up. So it's, you know, it's a give or take. You want to catch yourself? You, you're like natural. when you're falling? So when you're falling, and you're because you carve side to side, so usually you're okay with your knees because they're not going to go in two different directions because you're attached to the snowboard yeah. unless you really messed up. Whew. takes a lot to come out of those bindings, but <laughs> you know. But if you catch that front edge, you fall on your face, right? Because mm -hmm. your feet are kind of planted so that you naturally want to stick your arms out to catch yourself, mm -hmm. and that's the worst thing you can do because you'll jam up your shoulder. So do you have a favorite skiing location that you've been to in your life? It has been a long time since I've skied, but Deer Deer Valley, I think, was the name of the place. West Virginia. No, West oh, Virginia. Oh, in uh, Utah, Park City, Utah. Yeah, I think that was my favorite that we went to. We did Steamboat. Ooh, nice. And Steamboat was okay, but I think Deer Valley was my favorite. That was the first place that I tried. A double black diamond. Ooh. And bold. by tried, I mean I launched off the edge <laughs> of the slope and fell the rest of the way. Yes. <laughs> this is my experience with black diamonds. Too. Double yeah. black diamonds. I, uh, Monarch, it's, it's Colorado. It's a smaller ski mountain, but I really enjoyed it. It's gonna be, so it's less crowded than like your Breckenridge and all of those kinds of things. It was a lot of fun. I have fond memories of being there. Keystone is also one that I've have fond memories. Keystone's of. expensive, right? Uh, we took a youth trip, so I really don't remember. <laughs> the best <laughs> way to do it. <laughs> I don't remember how much it costed individually. Should I have gotten a PO for this? <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun, and I will say, if you live on the East Coast and you really love skiing, and your framework for that is. East Coast skiing, you got to get yourself out to Colorado or Utah or somewhere Utah. like that. Utah, yeah. All right, next All one. All right, next one, like it or spike it, building snowmen. Spike it. Really? I'll spike it. Why? Because, because the places that I have lived, the snow has never been good enough to really build a strong snowman. <laughs> so, so you have a snow pillar. Yeah, so it's always a ton of work, and, like, the snow crumbles, and it comes apart, and it ends up, like, my Titus and Levi, my older two boys, anytime it snows here in middle Tennessee, they really want to build a snowman. And, A, there's not enough snow to really get a strong snowman, and, B, it's not the right kind of snow. So That's I've, true. I've had one experience. We did Christmas in New York City, and we built – an amazing snowman in Central Park on Christmas Day. 
Wow, that's cool. Wow. That I'll like. Yeah. But it's it's all due to region. For me, I'll spike it because it's it's frustrating in Middle Tennessee to build a snowman. Yeah, I've never attempted to build a snowman, so I, I'll, I'll have never to. Never attempted? No. We've always gone igloo. In the snow hmm. levels where there was enough to mound up to build a man or snow person, I've always just gone igloo and carved out hole in the middle for you to climb up in. How do you do an igloo? It's just a giant snowball that you carve out? Yeah, basically you just build a giant mound of snow and pick a place and start digging into it. And then as you get in further, you can kind of dig out above yourself and kind of, and then when you, you can pat down the snow around you and it creates uh, a little pocket in there. This has only happened twice in my life that we've had enough snow in a place that I've lived where I could do it. And uh, and what's crazy is it actually is warmer, like you can tell, inside. Yeah. And then if you're inside the igloo, now I think it's important for people to know that like I'm not standing up in this <laughs> or even sitting up at full height if I'm, you, you know, just if I'm in head there. and shoulders inside the igloo? <laughs> no, like full body, okay. but it's more laying on your side. Yeah. You can't even, I'm not crisscross applesauce sitting up tall in there. But if you're in it and somebody is trying to talk to you from the outside, you cannot hear what they're saying. Huh. It blocks out nearly all sound. That's cool. So the Eskimos are on to a thing. They are. Now it's time for some trivia. Yeah. So I'll look for <laughs> I look for a buzzer, but I couldn't find one. So you're gonna have to come up with a buzzer noise to okay. buzz in on the trivia. So John Paul, what's your buzzer noise? <laughs> ben? Okay, here we go. First trivia question. Which has the harsher winter, northern or southern hemisphere? Ben gets it, and the answer is? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go southern hemisphere. That is false. Oh. The southern hemisphere Really? Has... You went southern? I thought it was going to be a trick question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> if there's ever been a gimme. <laughs> I was like, Antarctica, heard it's pretty harsh down there. The yep. south, the southern tip of South America probably mm. has some winter. They do. Maybe so, yeah. You get down there into the bottom of Chile, uh-huh, and uh, you're probably cold, he's which is very cold. If you think about Chile, don't really think about cold. Irony. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So is that a point for me, then? That's a point for John Paul. All right. Okay. All right so the non-answer equals a point, not just like a point deduction well, that for a, a wrong 50 answer. Well, that a 50-50. Right, yeah, so just, yeah, point for the other So side. there's stealing involved in this. Yes, you can steal. Okay. Or if nobody steals, then nobody gets a point. So do I need to give a waha? Yeah, give it a waha and let's do North, it. Northern. <laughs> yes. Okay. And bonus points, why? Because it's the way the world works. <laughs> uh, that is, that <laughs> sort of, but that's, we're going to call that incorrect. Has to do with the amount of ocean. Trade there's winds. more ocean in the southern hemisphere, so therefore there's less land mass. So the, uh, the winters are harsher in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. Land mass. And Russia wow. slash Siberia just kind of takes the cake. There you have you it. You know, massive land up there. So, okay. Yeah. That was my next guess. Yeah. I, I felt like that was your next guess, ratio. but sorry. Just one point for John Paul. Okay. All right. Next trivia question. <laughs> what is the largest snowflake ever recorded? This this answer should be in inches. So closest, I mean, we'll get this one. Uh, and Ben with the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with 
seven and three quarters inches. Okay. Seven and three quarters. John Paul, what's your take? Three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, and Ben gets it. 15 inches. Yeah. A snowflake? A snowflake. That's not true. <laughs> that is true. And here's how I know it's true. It's just a, a lie. 15 a, inches is a huge snowflake. Yes. Now That's, this, At some point, it can't be called a flake anymore. It's a snow boulder. A snow... Uh, it's like a snow patty. Snow, snow patty. <laughs> well, fun fact, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, and they're the world record, you know, people, they do that for, That's right. you know, on That's the day to day. That's right. It was in January, on January 28th, 1887, a snowflake of 15 inches wide and eight inches thick fell in Fort Keogh, Montana. Eight inches thick. Yep. A single snowflake. That's what it says. I protest. I that don't, I don't argue with those people because they do it right. But so I wonder if the Guinness person was just in Montana and saw the snowflake and was like, man, I got to record this. Or if they brought him up there because that's the home of abnormally large snowflakes and they're like, hey, <laughs> there's a chance that, that we're going to see it. a Guinness right now. So a snowflake is, I mean, falls from the sky. Yes. Right. Rain that has frozen but not to the degree that it would be a piece of hail. Correct. Right? Yep. So for it to be eight inches thick. Yes. I just have a hard time imagining in my mind the storm <laughs> that was dropping eight inch thick, 15 inch wide drops of water <laughs> in the form of snow patties well, they probably weren't all was that this big. also the right. greatest natural disaster to ever have hit the earth <laughs> probably from montana <laughs> sounds like it we uh th it's probably not all of them were this way correct yeah um but could you imagine like if you're just walking home and it's your normal kind of yeah it's snowing hard but and then all of a sudden you get hit with the 15 by 18 incher <laughs> That's a significant impact. Like, you may not live through that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would. I think yeah. this was a prank. I think some kid carved out a little snowflake. <laughs> just pushed it off the roof. <laughs> it was just snow that had gathered into a block that size, and he pushed it off the roof. Cole Guinness! <laughs> there you go. Well, that's what they say. All right, back to like it or spike it. The winter tradition of the puffy jacket. Uh, <laughs> is the puffy jacket a winter a, tradition? A winter tradition. I don't know. A just... tradition unlike any other. I'm gonna spike the puffy. Okay. I'm just not a fan of the puffiness. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm a marshmallow in a puffy jacket. Mm. I'm going to like this one. Uh, well, there's the George Costanza puffy jacket. If you've never seen Seinfeld uh, or that episode, you can Google George Costanza Gore-Tex and, uh, and you'll see a picture of George in the giant puffy coat. <laughs> did you, did you <laughs> just, just find it? it up? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's him. Uh, I am I'm not for the level <laughs> of puffiness that comes from that. But he I, looks like he just bought the like pump up version <laughs> like the shoe pump ups right. jacket version <laughs> it is amazing 
but I am. I have a Patagonia jacket that's a little puffy, but it like folds into itself into this little zipper pillow. Uh, but I think it would fall under the puffy jacket category, and I'm going to like that because I've been out in 30-degree weather with T-shirt and just that jacket and have not been cold. So for that reason, pants nice. as well. But the fact that it folds up and can jam into the little pouch, I feel like put it puts it in a cooler category of puff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, next up, like it or spike it, ice skating. Like it, I All like right. it. And I why? I'd enjoy ice skating. Yes. Although I've never been able to master skating backwards. That is a bit tougher. As many times as I've tried. I maybe need to invest in some coaching. I am going to spike ice skating and all other forms of skating. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That my tailbone attests to my inability to do any of those. Roller or no, ice. No skating. I can't do it. When I was a kid, we used to go to the roller skating rink for like birthday parties and stuff as people would have them. And uh, my my parents would give me quarters for the video games if I would go out onto the roller skating rink and go around on the edge one time. So I would do that just to earn the video game quarter, and I would play that for as long as it took and then hug the wall for another round. So you're the wall hugger. Yep. I never was able to do anything skating-wise. I can't do it to this day. <laughs> and the, the attempts are over. Like, at, at 41 years old... You're not going to find me on any type of rink. Do you take your kids no. at all? They also will not be <laughs> skating people. <laughs> Zero <laughs> exposure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm against it for me. I'm not against it for them, but we're not going to plan it as a family activity. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan went to a party one, he's my oldest, went to a party one time and hated it, fell a couple times and was like, I am out. We're planning to go over this Christmas break, I told Crystal, Titus and Levi, they're six and five. They need to be on a skating rink. They need to experience the ice. And Crystal's all worried about concussions. <laughs> She's, are we going to take helmets? I was like, no, we're not going to take helmets. <laughs> helmets out there. I think a lot of those places rent you helmets now. Do you have Do to have them? I don't, like, think, you is it a, okay. I don't think you have to have them. But surely not. I w that's one of those things in our culture today. I would not be surprised if ice skating rinks for kids, if like yeah. it was helmet required. Yeah. Now, I will say, I enjoy watching really good ice skating. We had a, a student in Alabama. Figure skating? Yeah. That. They, uh, well, uh, I enjoy the speed skating races. You give me a little Apollo yeah, Ono. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Skate, th those things can like slice your neck clean off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just no neck, neck removal. Uh, we had a student in Alabama who was a figure skater, and we went and watched one of her meets, performances, shows. I don't know what rink time the, pro the proper <laughs> name for it is, but and it was awesome. So like I, I enjoy taking it in. I'm never gonna do it. It's a heavy spike. Nice. All right. One, but one not like, as heavy a spike, spike as the speed skating. Slice Neck device. removal? <laughs> Slice device. <laughs> Skate. That's the name for it. There you go. All right, here we go. Back to the trivia. Okay. What is the world record largest snowman ever built? And this answer will be in feet. How <laughs> many feet? 
John Paul buzzing first in I first. Was like, what was that? Then I remembered we had you got buzzer, buzzer sound. I'm committed we? to an unfortunate buzzer noise. <laughs> I was like, whoa. All right. Then I remember. John Paul, you're first. What do you got? 30 feet. 30 feet. All right. And Ben, your question, your answer. <laughs> do I have to buzz in for that? Yep. There's the buzzer. Okay. It's officially uh, I am going to go with 67 feet. And Ben gets it. He is closest. Gosh. Yeah. The answer, February 1999, Bethel, Maine, 113 feet. 113, 113 feet. So that's 13. It's like 11 stories tall. Yep. 113.7 inches. Broke the previous record that was in Japan of 96 feet. Shattered. Shattered the record. The record. And that was in 1999? 1999. So you're telling me in 10 years, nobody has sought to build a larger snowman. Or... And has succeeded in building a larger Maybe snowman. that's what it succeeded in building, yeah. I mean, how much snow, how many tons of snow does that require? I, that's a great question. And were there machines involved? Yeah, it probably depends yes. on the girth of the snowman. Has to have had machines involved. Just yep. to get that much snow in one place mm -hmm. to build the man yep. that tall. That, I would, I would I'm shocked. So. One of our neighbors this year. I don't know how you feel about yard blow-ups. Inflatables? Man, <laughs> my neighborhood is infested with them. Ours <laughs> too. There is one across the street in diagonal from our house where the inflatable snowman is taller than the house. Wow. And my kids love it. And we don't have one. What is the... <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to remember his name now. He's a leadership talk guy that's a believer. And he's, all, he's really active on... Twitter and he posted last year that his wife went and bought one, didn't say anything to him. It was like a 30 foot tall inflatable Santa. <laughs> and they live in a rancher. <laughs> so just, this thing is like more than twice as tall as his house. I love it. I can't remember his name. I don't know. Next question. <laughs> I love it. All right. Next question. In what country were the first Winter Olympics held? <laughs> oh, Ben. Even before I ask the bonus question, so what's your answer? Oh, dang. Now I don't get to hear the bonus question. I'll still ask it. I'm going to go with Switzerland. Okay. And the bonus question is in what year? 1927. Okay. And John Paul? Are you going to buzz in? This is Winter Olympics? Winter Olympics. Specifically? Specifically. What country and what year were the first Winter Olympics held? Man. I don't think I got the country right. If I could go back and change it, I would. Because first Olympics ever would have been like Greece or some place. Right, correct. So first Winter Olympics. How cold does it get in Greece <laughs> <laughs> in the winter? They've I have got, no they've idea. They've got some mountains. They have uh, the Mediterranean Sea. I mean, I have no idea. I'm just going to go with the originator of the Olympics and hope that they had a winter version. Okay, so Greece, Greece. and what year? Two years after the first Olympics. <laughs> so we're going with like 802 BC. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Or whenever that no was. Idea. I have absolutely no Absolutely clue. no idea. Okay. Yeah. So Ben is a lot closer. But I did Google it and now know that I was very In wrong. terms of years. Yes, you were actually really close on the year and fairly close. It was a good educated guess on the on the country, but the country is France. Okay. So first one was in France. And I would have changed to Italy. Had Ooh, that's another, I that's gone another solid guess. Change. Yep. So France was the first one, and in 1924, 
not 27. Oh, that was dang, real close. man. That was really close. Three years yeah. off. Yeah. So I know my Winter Olympics. We'll give you two close answers equal one point. Great. So I, there, love, so I love it. There you go. Back to like it or spike it. <laughs> spike it. Y'all kind of already spiked a few of mine as in <laughs> comments. So. Oh, did you have yard inflatables? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Like or spike crazy socks. The crazy Christmas sock. I like them. <laughs> I like any kind of creative sock. Yeah. And I'm envious of those who have a great collection of creative, fun socks. Okay. Because I don't. Me neither. I am going to spike it for me. I like it for other people. I'm not going to be in a crazy sock. But there was a guy at the church that uh, in Arkansas that I grew up in and served at for a little while. His name is Bill Ussery. He, uh, two very key things about Bill. Fantastic mustache, crazy socks. It's known it's a great guy. Crazy sock guy. Unbelievable guy. But his thing was crazy socks, and he, he had an amazing mustache. Like it or spike it, Christmas caroling. Like Ooh. it. I like it, too. Ooh, a double like. Yeah. The rare, never seen before on the Like It or Spike It <laughs> podcast, the double like. <laughs> the double like. Man, I made money in college Christmas caroling. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. yeah. I, I uh, I've never made any money Christmas caroling, but I like it. I think it's a good thing. Will you go with your kids door to door in Christmas carol? Just me and the kids? No. Would you go with another group of people that were wanting to do it and you be involved with them? Yes. Okay. Have you done it before? Oh, yeah. Uh, we did it. You and the Swains? No. Nope. <laughs> uh, last time I went caroling, uh, it was in Virginia. We went with a group from our like Monday night Bible study and did the old caroling. Nice. So it's been a while. I think that was the last time I've been. But I like it. I like to observe and participate in a group large enough. And with lyric sheets, because I don't know the words to any of those songs. Mm. All right, back to trivia. What is the coldest temperature ever recorded? This can be in Celsius or Fahrenheit. We will take both answers. Do you, So you have an answer in both Celsius I translation. Do, because Google has a really quick Celsius to Fahrenheit translator. Converter. <laughs> Converter. Translator. The coldest. The coldest. Uh, bonus question. Bonus answer is where? And Ben, buzzing in, what you got? <laughs> I'm going to go location, bonus question, Antarctica. I'm okay. Stay in the south. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to go with uh, minus, let's go with minus 116 centigrade. Okay. All right. In the centigrade one. And John Paul? I'm going to go with a negative 200 in a lab somewhere. <laughs> We can't count space. The artificially manufactured. Out by Pluto, just Cold. zero Kelvin. No, nothing in a, lives. In a, <laughs> Kelvin. In a lab. Wow. In a lab. Okay. All right. In a lab. Okay. Gotcha. I see where you're tracking. Yeah. There it is. The scientific experiment that gets you to minus 200 in yeah. a lab. Yeah. With a candlestick. <laughs> it's a clue. Yeah. I get it's a clue. it. <laughs> the scientist. In the observatory. Yeah. All right. The, with the wrench. The frozen candlestick might be a deadly weapon. Could be. Not as deadly mm -hmm. as the speed skating skate. Mm -mm. That's true. All right. What's, so what's our answer? The answer is negative 123. Ben wins again. Celsius. 
and in Antarctica. Yeah, <laughs> the double. There you go, the double win. Coldest temperature. <laughs> John Paul is now fact-checking producer Nathan <laughs> on the lab. trivia. In a laboratory <laughs> on Earth is what the suggested. Negative 273.144 degrees. In a lab. In a lab. All right, well, that's good, but New that wasn't the Delhi. question. <laughs> in New Delhi, uh-huh. a place you don't necessarily think of as cold. In That's New true. Delhi, at an Italian institute. Irony. Negative 273 yeah. in New Delhi. I think we're going to have to split those points in half. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the official really. replay. He says no. <laughs> all right, next trivia question. How many sides do all snowflakes have? <laughs> yes. How many sides? Yes. How many sides do all snowflakes have? I mean, I, I don't have an answer. But it's because a number. Be, because it's always been higher than what I think, and it's always ridiculously higher. I'm going to say two hundred. <laughs> okay, and Ben buzzing in. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with two. That's that was my first. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to have some crazy <laughs> angle. A front and a back. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not a three-dimensional, but how many two-dimensional sides does a snowflake have? They all have six oh. sides. Top and a bottom. I thought you were going to count like all the little... All the facets. Uh-huh. No, but... Okay, so we'll add this one then. Holes and holes. So I'll give you a... <laughs> no, not all that. Just how many sides. All snowflakes have six sides. So then we'll add in a, a bonus one here, since you want a really high number. What is the estimated number of total snowflakes that fall in a year on Earth? Mm. And Ben? 13 trillion. Okay, and John Paul? What's the next highest category of numbers? After trillion? Yeah. Well, try is three, so it would be a four. Quadrillion? Quadrillion. I think so. So is that your answer? Two of those. Two of those. So you would be oct- octotrillion <laughs> or whatever that would be. Two quadrillion. That's actually really close. It's one septillion. Wow. So that would be, be like seven. It's actually not close at all. That's a one. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's but true. That's not at all. Closer. Closer to infinitely not trillion. closer, but closer than the trillion. That's one followed by 24 zeros. Snow crystals fall from the sky each year on Earth as an estimate. And That's only one of them was 15 inches That's by right. 8 inches. That's right. Snow crystal. But they all have six sides. Or prank. Next. All right, Is next. this the final? Do you, want, do you want more trivia, or would you like more like it or spike it? What do we want to be the capstone moment of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know your favorite Olympic sport. Ooh, winter. Yeah. Because... This is the winter. This is the winter podcast. Classic. My favorite winter Olympic sport. Snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh man, that's tough. I like uh man, I like the the men's and women's slalom skiing. That's a good one. A lot. That is a good one. They just go fast. I have a fun trivia question. Olympic sport related after okay. this. Okay. Or do you want it now, John Paul, where you no. think of yours? What's yours? Give... Oh, man, I forgot about the bobsled. The bobsled and the luge. And the double luge. <laughs> the double yeah. luge. And we have had some conversation <laughs> about have. the double luge before. 
I I'm get uncomfortable with the double luge. <laughs> yes. And so I can't really get into it because I'm always concerned for the two people having to participate in the sport. But I do like a bobsled. Yeah. But I think part of that is because I grew up loving the gym, the cool runnings. Cool runnings. Yeah. Yes. yes. The Jamaican bobsled team. I was like, man, that's such a good movie. So I've liked it ever since. It's a good one. Uh, producer Nathan and I did look up obscure Olympic sports the other day when we were talking about it. We did. This do, does this have to do with your question? Yeah, it was totally just going to be for Ben because we looked it up. Okay, we'll ask that. Okay, so Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the voice. The producer Nathan game show voice. I like it. So Ben. Yes. In all the years since 1924 in France... Every Olympics, they summer and winter, they always like to introduce new sports. And so they put sports kind of on this thing of like, we're going to try them out before they come an official sport. Okay. So has a sport called ski ballet ever been tried at an Olympics? I mean, with the setup of the question, I want to say yes. <laughs> mm. Well, that would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> and if you would like to see what this is like, just Google Ski Ballet on YouTube. I There's imagine. actually some nuance to the question because it there was is. it was previewed. Previewed, that's the word I was looking for. It was okay. never an official sport. In the Winter Olympics. But it was previewed in 94 and 98, I believe. Uh, so recently. So this was like the test run to see if it made it. Yes. Uh -huh. And then promptly yep. rejected as an yes. Olympic sport. It doesn't sound very awesome. No. Uh, no. And if you watch the awkwardness of ski ballet as they're trying to swing their skis around. <laughs> you gotta have short they, they skis. Do, and they, dance around with the ski poles. It's the full length ski. It really it, is kind of impressive that they don't just eat it. And the flips true. are kind of cool. Yep. Well. But it's just not it's not. So something that I just noticed on Olympics.org they don't call it bobsled. What do they call it? Bobsleigh. Really? It's huh. Bob Slaying. NBC's been lying to us all these years. That, they have. And that's <laughs> that Bob Costas. <laughs> <laughs> Straight from the source. Man, that dude, I'm shocked how much older he looks every time the Olympics rolls around. We only see him like every, every four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where you been? Um All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the winter. Like it or spike it with a little icing of trivia. Yeah. Icing. I like it. That was good. Of, <laughs> of trivia. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next time.